Hello, I'm Marina Johnson and this is Table Work, a TAPS podcast series where we interview the artists and theater makers behind our productions on what it takes to get their productions from the page or studio to the stage. This episode features Alita Hayes, TAPS senior lecturer, founder and artistic director of the Chocolate Heads Movement Band, choreographer, contemporary dancer, and performer. Join us as she talks about her upcoming piece, Weather Simulator, which is part of the spring main stage, Spring Rise Up, a dance sensorium. Alita, as always, I'm very excited to talk to you about what you're working on right now, Weather Simulator. Yes, thank you. Um, So how did you start the creative process for Weather Simulator and what is influencing your current thinking and creating of this piece? I always start my Chocolate Heads projects in the summer where I cannot have to, where I don't have to do it. And, and I try to think of something that's uh, has some kind of uh, intellectual interest for the students, but also something super physical or something. Or And also this year, I wanted to do something that had some emotional resonance. And um, when I was talking to my intern, Sharon, one of our TAPS majors, and um, she, it's, it was kind of unrelated, but she mentioned some game she played as a kid called the Weather Simulator. And I was like, that's it. And it kind of took off from there. Um, in the fall, generating just all the different ways of thinking about weather, both being the weather, uh, responding to the weather. Um, and, and winter, I uh, start looking at more like the design elements. How do we put the different pieces together? Or even if not that, just within the piece itself, like what is that? Like, how do you place people so that it has that resonance? And then spring is all about um, presence, performance, um, how our intention, how, how we want to interact with the audience yeah. and um, what we want the audience to leave with. That's so exciting. It's kind of cool. Um, can you tell me more about Chocolate Heads? Chocolate Heads was started in 2009, and uh, I was still missing New York by that time. I came in 2006, and I was just, the people that I worked with in New York as a performer, it was like either dance theater or avant-garde theater, like Ping Chong, Meredith Monk, um, Robert Wilson, and the people who were doing things like dance and theater and uh, visual art and music, and I thought, I want to do something um, that's dance driven, mm -hmm. but um, that brings all the other elements in. And also saying that you could join the class not as a dancer. You could you could join as, as an illustrator. And as long as you have to come, as long as you come to class. But a lot of people uh, end up dancing anyway, which is really fun. Very cool. So 2009 till now, that's amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so you've said so many things so far that I want to draw on more. Um, first, digging into, I love how you got this idea of weather simulator. That's really interesting. Um, and then the description of the project says that it's focusing on creating a poetic weather simulator as a vehicle that explores the relationship between weather and human socio-emotional life. Um, I think that's fascinating. And, and I'm curious, like what it means to, uh, and what it looks like to collaborate on a project that's looking at and responding to weather. Um, I think um, I really had, had in the back of my mind of doing something with climate, but climate is so, you know, as soon as you say it, it's like 
it's so heavy, it's right. too hard to contemplate. But everybody talks about weather all the time, every day. Like I think about, you know, what I'm going to wear and how do I feel and even how um, crazy the weather has been all this time. It's not that people avoid talking about it. It's, it's part of our, our interaction every day. So one thing I was thinking about is this whole idea. It just seems like it lent itself in dance to all the different elements, mm -hmm. like how can you become those elements, you know, in an abstract way or a physical, like how can you, how could we physicalize that? And then I was thinking, how do we react uh, against or inside that weather physically, but also emotionally? That's partly why we talk about weather. It makes us feel some kind of way. So, uh, so I created prompts with the students to help them to, you know, generate movement according to those things like um and also in an intellectual way we have i have a student named nate who does environmental science mm. and he gave a presentation on how rain is created with the sediment and the collisions and everything and we have a whole section that just came out of his lecture so things i wanted to do uh you know so as i said so it has an intellectual you know uh reach or uh, it has a, a something just physical and then the emotional. Wow, it sounds really resonant. Uh, and you're right, we do talk about the weather all the time. Um, that hadn't occurred to me when I was thinking of the piece. Um, you said this quarter you're focusing more on like how it's coming to the stage, uh, which makes me think of design. Are there particular design elements um, that you are working with or collaborating on um, that are coming to the stage in this piece? Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, I, well, I had a lot of majors at Stanford before I declared trauma, but um, I took a lot of painting classes, painting, sculpture. So I love visual art and I always create a, a lot of mood boards, storyboards before I even come in with my project in the fall. So that's one thing is that I always think visually and I think that actually let's see, dance and choreography, it's, let's say, it's it's spatial, it's architectural, mm -hmm. it's rhythmic, musical, it's social, it's relational, um, obviously it's visual. And I just, to me, all of those elements you get to, depending on the project, pull from more, more from one side than, than the other. This time, uh, we're concentrating a lot with the light there's we have the lighting designer he sounds really I'm really excited to work with him and then Nina even though the thing she did for Julius Caesar was so amazing I'm not going to do something um I'm not going to do any hardware okay and we're going to work with projections I think this yeah. time um and then costumes I just love costumes and I love fashion and for me the two things that you've got three things you've got to have in a dance are the costume, which to me is also the set and the character and gives place and gives sculpture. Um, and then the light, which helps to illuminate and the space, obviously, how you use the space. Like if we have those three things. Yeah. 
Oh, wonderful. Well, and you mentioned character, mm-hmm. and and you brought up Julius Caesar. So, of course, I have to say that we got to work together on Julius Caesar, and I loved getting to watch you work with the actors, um, <laughs> some of whom identified as movers, some of them who didn't, um, that you really helped bring the character to life through different um, uh, moving and just helping people realize, like, where the character was living in their body and how to to um, project that out, I guess. Um how much does that come into play in the work you're doing with Chocolate Heads, but also Weather Simulator? I always think about um, intention, if not character. Okay. Um, and sometimes it manifests as a character, mm. but I think uh, what do you intend when you are coming out there that makes a big difference. Also, because we have these different modes, we have dance, uh, contemporary dance, and we have acrobatics, and we have task-based movement things in this piece. And um, we even have some African tap dance kind of footwork things in this piece. Like um, those things by itself, they're wonderful. But I always say this, there's the, the uh, like the, the uh, Alvin Ely American Ballet Theater, the Olympic way to think about dance so that what you're looking for looking at is like really virtuosity or in a way no matter what people are going to tell a story from what you do and i think creating intention and mood and 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 having an emotional resonance through these different sections make a big difference uh how people um and i always say i want people to see themselves in a performance so um if they're not going to see because like, what is it with the Olympic or or when they see these grand jetés and they're perfect, they're like looking at their um, idealized self. But, you know, which is very cool. I'm not saying anything about that. But I kind of want people just to recognize themselves in their life, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I think that's partly the intuitive magic part to try to do that. But that's what I would like to happen. Amazing. Well, extending that, I'm curious of, is there anything you're thinking the audience will walk away thinking? Is there an emotional resonance? Is there something that you're hoping that is sort of revealed about themselves if they're seeing a reflection? I actually don't want to say that right now because I haven't finished putting the whole thing together. Totally fair. But um, I guess if at the very least they think about how we've been living this last six months yeah, with the weather changing so much. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, at, at the, at the floor, at the bottom, mm-hmm. hoping that people will uh, f- feel themselves yeah. like we felt ourselves this past six months in the weather. Yeah. But to leave somebody like with the message, I'm still, I'm still putting the piece together. For sure. Well, because you're putting the piece together, are there moments of collaboration from the studio that you want to share with us or anything that stood out? I'm so fascinated that a student gave a presentation in the, in the room and they, they're coming for environmental science. Like that's really interesting. Are there other pieces like that, that you might want to share with someone listening? Hmm. One thing that we did because um, the promise for the winter quarter is to work on design elements 
um, and people already had pieces that they were in, but also um, it, it was kind of um, inspired by something I saw Michael Rao do, where I had people bring um, their interest in weather in a visual sense. Okay. Um, and we and I borrowed all those long tables all the way across in the, the big studio. And uh, we had fun moving things around. And it was really, and we spent the whole um, two hours just doing that. And there wasn't any decision made, but um, the thing that I liked about it in Michael's, um, uh, I don't know what they, I don't know if it was a dramaturgy meeting or I'm not sure what that was. Um, but it makes everybody, puts everybody in the room in terms of like, what sensation, what imagery, what feeling, what poetry. Oh, and I had people bring a poem. They could either okay. write a poem or, or, or a piece of writing that inspired them. So uh, it was, you know, really it was too short. You, you, could have, you could do that for like a whole weekend if you're not just trying to like, um, like you know, make a, a decision about the look, but you're just wanting people to invest themselves in the whole world of weather and what else it could be. And people brought so many interesting things. I still have those, those uh, all of those papers. <laughs> uh, probably don't need them. It'd probably be better if I photographed them, but they're, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, and you're really inviting everyone to bring their whole selves to the to the project, their intellectual interests, imagery that inspires them, text that inspires them, and now they're moving in different ways, um, which sounds like it will affect everyone who sees it. So I'm really looking forward to the show. Um, is there anything we haven't talked about that you think that we might, um, I don't know, that someone might benefit from hearing before they see Weather Simulator and the concert? Mm. Only that it's really interesting uh, being a person who has performed in lots of different, like with Chocolate Heads, I want to bring what I've loved about performance for myself, this multidisciplinary, multi-genre, super collaborative, uh, movement-driven uh, experience to the students. But also, um, I try to think of like, what else can I do with that kind of information? I can make performance with it and I still want to, but what else could we do with it? Yeah. I think the way that people, um, when they do enjoy it, I'm not assuming that, you know, but when people enjoy chocolate heads, I think there is a way that there's an investment in looking at the world in a more than one way. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I like, and I sometimes wonder what would it be like to give that experience to elders or somewhere else Yeah. even, or maybe do it with students and different other populations, like at a, a topic that people might be interested in exploring. I don't know. Sometimes I think about that, like yeah. what else can um, performance work do? Definitely. Like offer to people. It's very interesting. I I agree. I have similar questions sometimes. And I also love the way that you've detailed your process 
is so, I mean, it's long and rich and gives a room for so many different people to bring things in and, and for your own thoughts to develop and change over time, especially as you were bringing attention to like our own world over the past six months, as you're saying. Um, but yeah, I would love to, I mean, anything that you do as you continue that, like, I would love to see, and I'm sure everyone listening would too. Well, I, I think what I'm saying is I don't want just people to witness, which I love that. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see like, how can other people interact and be a part of it? Yeah. So maybe that still is performance. I'm not saying not performance. I have a lot of people all the time telling me who are not students, I want to do this. Or I have, you know, I've often used children in Chocolate Heads because the name Chocolate Heads was given to me by my godchildren. Mm -hmm. um, when they had a band, they were like uh, preschool age. And they had a band and the name of their band was Chocolate Heads. And I was asking um, one of my best friends, and those are her children, like, what should I, I want to name, I want to have a band. What should I name my band? And one day they were in the kitchen and they said, Chocolate Heads. And I was like, Chocolate Heads? They're like, yeah, that's the name of our band, but we're not using it anymore. So you can have it. So I, uh, Brendan might know this. I, I often invite children to be a part of it because there's no project you might be able to enter in a lot of different levels intellectually any physically sensually emotionally but i always make sure that a child could come and be able to enter even if they don't get all the layers but there's something there and it's not something um i guess it's never the kind of darkness that would you know keep them out of it yeah <laughs> oh, that's such a touching story. <laughs> We're not using it. You can have it. Isn't that beautiful? It really is. I know. I love that. Now they're college. So. <laughs> oh, amazing, Alita. I'm so looking forward to seeing Weather Simulator. Thank you for this time and for getting to talk today. Thank you.